long ago, during the time of Paul, during the time of John, the Apostle John, Antichrist was already working in the churches to get people to leave doctrines. John tells us this in 1 John chapter 2. He said there are many Antichrists. They left our church group, he says, because they weren't of us. They were of Antichrist. There are many Antichrists. Antichrist is a spirit. John chapter 4. It's not a man. It's a spirit that's in man. It's like a devil is a spirit. It's not a flesh and blood person. Antichrist is not a flesh and blood person. It's a spirit that operates against Christ, against the word, against the truth. That's what John says in John chapter 4. In Acts chapter 20, Paul told the elders, he said, you'll see my face no more. And after my departing, some of you will rise up and speak perverse things to the church to draw away disciples after themselves. Acts chapter 20. And Paul said there would be a falling away at the end times where churches fell away from Scripture. And Antichrist sat in the temple of God showing himself that he was God. Antichrist is in many men, many women. It's the opposite from the Holy Scriptures. They approve things that are against the Holy Scriptures, just like Matthew 5, 32. The Bible was given to the church by inspiration of God to the apostles and to the men of God. But Antichrist, working in human beings, set up denominations and taught something opposite from many of the scriptures. What's the work of a New Testament apostle today? Those appointed by God as apostles deal with doctrine, and they will try to turn the church back to doctrines of Christ in the Bible. For they fell away from many doctrines. And that's the primary thing an apostle does today. You may not know that person as an apostle, but that person will have an anointing from God to deal with Scripture. You may hear from that person certain Scriptures you've never heard at church because many churches today are set up by doctrines that are not doctrines of Christ of the New Testament Bible, and they want to please people to get money. The ministers want to get more money. They want bigger congregations. 
So they leave out subjects that would offend the people. At one point in time, my pastor, Robert Tilton, came to me after I went on radio. And I went on radio because in the night, an angel of the Lord woke me and said to me three words, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS, giving me the call letters to a radio station. I said to God, are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. And I heard, call the radio station manager. So I called the radio station manager as soon as the business opened. And I called KWJS of the call letters that I had been given. I'd been given Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. God was telling me, you're going to go on KWJS, but you're going to be on radio from coast to coast, from Hartford to Seattle. And within a year, I was. God gave me a plan whereby I could be on radio immediately in several cities. Radio is expensive. How am I going to pay for this? God gave me a plan to pay to be on radio. I called it Purchase a City, and it was if you wanted me to go on radio in one of the following cities. I listed cities that they could choose from. If you wanted me to go on radio, give me a one-time offering of $1,000, which would enable me to purchase one month, usually, of radio time. So they gave one-time offerings, and immediately I was on 15 radios from coast to coast. The only one it didn't pay for was the New York City area. I would go on radio with the $1,000 or put other money with the $1,000 if I had to and start speaking on radio. Six weeks approximately after I started on radio, I would have a meeting in that city for the radio audience at Holiday Inn or one of the local motels, library sometimes. And they would come to the meeting and they would give money for me to stay on radio, which I call Purchase a City. So the word spoken to me on January 10th, 1980, was fulfilled by God. I believe by an angel speaking to me. It was a very loud trumpet-like voice that woke me in the night. I didn't see anything. I just heard the voice, Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. So when I called station KWJS and asked to speak to the manager, that same night, technically, that I heard the voice of that angel, I told the manager God might be showing me to go on radio, and I simply said, how would you do that? He said, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long, send it to me, and if you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract, which on that station was $800 a month. 
As soon as I finished talking to radio station manager, I got my tape recorder and a kitchen timer and set it for 29 and a half minutes. I had no music. I had no editing. I had nothing except the tape recorder. And I prayed and God gave me different messages to speak as he's always done by reminding me by the Holy Spirit of Scripture and situations, which I shared. And what I did is just spoke those things, no editing, no music, and I opened by saying, this is Dr. Joan Boney speaking, and I started speaking. Years later, a church member said we'd never seen anything like it. There'd never been anybody come our way without music and all kinds of falderall and introductions and working up to the message, and you just got up there and spoke the message. There was a prophet at our church, and she told me that she used to beat around the bush about the message because often there are messages people don't like. And she said she finally quit doing that and just spoke the message. Well, I didn't have anything else, so I spoke exactly what God brought to my mind. Just what Paul said he did. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, he said, I didn't come with cleverness. I just determined not to know anything but the Word of God. And I spoke the Word of God to you. And that's what we do. That's what God taught me to do. But I can tell you that the thing God showed me was Acts 15, if we go back to that, concerning apostles. They're always going to be dealing with doctrine. Before we had the Bible, they dealt with doctrine. God inspired the Bible through them. All scripture is inspired by God. That's in 2 Timothy 3. Acts 15, verse 4. And when they were come to Jerusalem, they were received of the church and of the apostles and elders. And they declared all things that God had done with them. But there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed, saying that it was needful to circumcise them, the Gentiles, and to command them to keep the law of Moses. And the apostles and elders came together for to consider this matter. And when there had been much disputing, Peter rose up and said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago God made choice among us, that the Gentiles by my mouth should hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, which knoweth the hearts, beareth them witness, giving them the Holy Ghost, even as he did to us, and put no difference between us and them, purifying their hearts by faith. 
Now, therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear the law of Moses? But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ we shall be saved, even as they. Verse 12, Then all the multitude kept silence and gave audience to Barnabas and Paul, declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. And after they held their peace, James said, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Verse 14. Simeon hath declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. And to this agree the words of the prophets as it is written, After this I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David, which is fallen down, and I will build again the ruins thereof, and will set it up, that the residue of men might seek after the Lord, and all the Gentiles upon whom my name is called, saith the Lord, who doth all these things. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Wherefore my sentence is, says James, that we trouble not them which are among the Gentiles are turned to God, but that we write unto them that they abstain from pollutions of idols and from fornication and from things strangled and from blood. For Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath day. Then it pleased the apostles and elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, who was a prophet, and Silas, a prophet, chief men among the brethren. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. The apostles and elders and brethren send greeting unto the brethren which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Sicily. Forasmuch as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words subverting your souls, saying, Ye must be circumcised and keep the law of Moses to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good unto us being assembled with one accord to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have sent therefore Judas and Silas, prophets, who shall also tell you the same things by mouth. 
for it seemed good to the Holy Ghost and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, that ye abstain from meats offered to idols, and from blood, and from things strangled, and from fornication, from which, if ye keep yourselves, ye shall do well. Fare ye well. The Bible, inspired by God, was given to Paul and Peter, men like that, and they wrote it, and those are the doctrines of the New Testament church today. If I can find it in the Bible, I feel assured that God might do that same thing to us today. Such as dreams. In Matthew 2, he gave a bunch of dreams to people to lead them. He gave dreams to Peter, to Paul, to lead them. Certainly, God might give us dreams. He's often given me dreams. Another thing which happened to me by the will of God, as a new Christian, I made it my rule to look in the Bible, check the Bible, and see if I could see something similar in the Bible, then I would say, yes, that could happen to us today. God might choose to do that. It gave me faith. I always went by what was in the Bible to establish the doctrine for myself. And yet the Bible is what many churches have eliminated because it would offend people. At one point, my pastor, Robert Tilton, said, Joan, you need to get with Michael Ellison Advertising Agency. He said, he can really do you good. <laughs> well, it just so happened that everything they told me to do at the agency, I couldn't do because God had told me don't do that. I wasn't with them very long before they threw me out. They represented Kenneth Copeland, Jimmy Swagger, Kenneth Hagen, Marilyn Hickey, Robert Tilton, big-time ministers, radio and television ministers. One day they called me from the agency and said, Joan, we're so sorry to have to tell you this, but we're going to have to let some of our clients go, and unfortunately, you are one of the ones we are letting go. I knew I had lost it. I knew I was on my way to big time radio and television. And the agency could promote me. And the agency, they said to me, we can fill Soldiers and Sailors Auditorium in Pittsburgh for you. All you have to do is one thing. Don't offend anybody. I said, I'm a prophet. Prophets always offend people. Well, they threw me out. I don't think I'd been with them more than four months before they got rid of me. And I was devastated. I knew I had lost it and, and that I would not be 
what the others were. And God took me to a scripture. Matthew chapter 4 verse 8. The devil taking Jesus up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me, obey me. And that's the scripture God took me to to show me the agency. They said, Tell your people, send me your prayer requests. And I said, oh, no, I don't want to do that. They should pray directly to God through Jesus, not through me. And when I wouldn't obey them, they got rid of me. Well, it felt like I'd failed. Of course, it doesn't today. I'm glad I'm not there. And the devil said to Jesus, All these things will I give thee, if thou wilt fall down and worship me, obey me. Verse 10, Jesus said unto the devil, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Thank you for letting me share this with you today.